welcome to a special Halloween episode of Stories for Wonderful Children. Today's story is a new one, and it's a little bit spooky. Not much, just right for Halloween. I'm also happy to announce that Stories for Wonderful Children has our very first ever podcast sponsor, who will be making a little announcement before the story. So enjoy the Halloween story. Howdy, folks. Now, some people will tell you that all you have to do to have a good Halloween is just set out some candy in a bowl for the trick-or-treaters. But that's just not the case. To have a good Halloween, you've got to have just the right amount of spooky with your sweet. Too much, and the kids won't come up to your door. Too little, and it's just not Halloween. And that's why what you need is a ghost llama. Sure, they're fuzzy and cute. All the kids will love it. But they're also a ghost, so they're just a little bit spooky. It'll give you just that moment when trick-or-treaters are standing on the sidewalk looking at your house and wondering, do we walk up to get candy or do we not? Because that's a ghost in the front yard, but oop, it's kind of cute. Now, you may be asking yourself, Dave, where do I get a ghost llama? And that's why... We at Dave's Ghost Llama Emporium have sponsored this podcast to help you acquire a ghost llama of your very own just in time for Halloween. Now, I want to reassure you that all of the ghost llamas at Dave's Ghost Llama Emporium lived long, happy lives and passed away of natural causes before they became ghost llamas. If you would like to visit Dave's Ghost Llama Emporium, simply go out into your backyard under a full moon holding a candle. And then, look up at the full moon and say the magic word, which we all know is yeehaw. Then you blow out your candle and go back inside. When you look the next morning, the wax from the candle will spell out directions to Dave's Ghost Llama Emporium. If this does not work for some reason, you can find us at your local strip mall. So when you're wondering whether you should get yourself one of them inflatables put in your front yard for Halloween, or some of those plastic tombstones, I'm here to tell you, if you want to do Halloween just right, come to Dave's Ghost Llama Emporium and get yourself a ghost llama. And now, on with the story. Once upon a time, there was a child, and this child was taking an art class at school. And in the art class, the teacher told the child that if you want to get good at doing something, then you should do it over and over again. And so the child decided to get very good at drawing eyes. And so every day when the child got home from school, they got some paper. Any paper would do. Newspaper, candy wrappers, leftover paper from the printer, and then crayons, or pens, or pencils, or whatever came to hand. And every day the child would draw an eye, or two eyes, and some days three. And then the child decided to start putting the eyes up on their room wall. Bubblegum, tacks, tape, every day eyes went up. 
Now, the child's parents were at first a little concerned because the child's walls were being filled with eyes of every shape and size and color, and the child's parents thought it was perhaps just a little creepy. But the child said, no, it's fine. I'm just learning how to draw eyes. See how much better I'm getting every day? And the child's parents had to agree. The child was getting much better at drawing eyes. As August stretched into September, eyes filled the room, and so as September turned to October, and there began to be a bit of chill in the air, and the leaves began to turn colors, the child had to start to put eyes right down near the floor, or get a chair in order to get eyes higher up because the walls were all full. And then in the last couple weeks of October, the child had to start to move eyes around in order to be able to fit the most recent, the very best eyes up on the wall. And the child's parents said, why don't you just take down some of the old ones? And the child said, no, I like being able to see them all. And then... On October 24th, the child drew an eye and looked at the walls, looked high, looked low, but could not quite find a spot. And so the child shifted a couple eyes around and made the very last one fit. The child stepped back and looked at the eyes, and the eyes looked back at the child from every side. The child walked to the door of the room in order to call their parents, but noticed something strange as they walked to the door of their room. All of the eyes followed them, moving slowly to track the child as they walked to the door. The child stopped and the eyes stopped. The child hurried to the door, and the eyes moved quickly. The child said, Mom, Dad, and when the parents came, the child showed them the eyes and showed how they moved. And the parents said, Maybe we should take the eyes down. And the child said, No, it's fine. And as the week went on, the child became used to the eyes following them around the room as they did their homework, or had a snack, or sat reading in bed, until the night of Halloween came, and the child went up to their room after trick-or-treating, and was getting ready to get changed for bed, with the eyes following the child across the room, the child stopped, for suddenly they had heard a sound outside, at the window. It sounded like the faintest little scritching, tapping noise. The child walked over to the window and put their hand on the shade, but felt just a little nervous about drawing it back, but then drew the shade back and peered out the window. They thought they could see something just outside the window, something laying on the ground, perhaps, Moving just a bit, the child took a deep breath, opened the window, and leaned out into the dark. There on the ground were four small pieces of paper. The child picked them up, leaned back into their room, and shut the window in shade. They turned the pieces of paper over, revealing a nose, a mouth, 
drawings of two little hands. The child looked up at all the eyes. The eyes looked back at the child. And then the child noticed that there on the wall, where there had been no room, there was a blank spot, just the right size for a nose, a mouth, and two little hands. The child got some tape and put the tape on the back of the pieces of paper and then walked across the room to the blank spot. The eyes followed the child across the room. The child reached out and carefully put the nose and then the mouth below it and then the hands below that. The child held their breath. All was quiet. The child stepped back. Suddenly, the mouth smiled. The hands formed into two thumbs up. And then, the hands, the mouth, and the eyes all stopped moving. And they never moved again. And the child had a happy Halloween. And I hope you do too. And that's the end of the story. Thanks for listening to Stories for Wonderful Children. I created today's story, but questions and witty commentary were supplied by my children. The music was created by Brandon Thompson. Your reviews and personal recommendations are the main way that new listeners find the show. So thank you for spreading the word. I'd love to hear your feedback, so feel free to get in touch via email or social media, which are listed in the show notes. Until next time, I'm Dan Wendelin, reminding you to tell someone you love a story.